This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good evening and welcome in to the point after here on the New Orleans Saints radio network, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, the founding father of the Houdat Nation. As you can see, those of you on Facebook, the, the, he's wearing the shirt. Yep, yep, December the 10th, 2006. we 15 years old. Uh, so we're still a teenager. The Saints. We're getting up, but uh, hey, a big win today. A big win, 30 Even to 9. Even the team we played was sorry. Yeah, they were pretty Man, bad. The Jets are sorry. They are sorry, but you take the win, 6 yep. and 7. It's an NFL game. Bottom line is, it counts as a W. Nobody's going to hold that against you. Let's get to the rant here in a second. Bobby, a lot more positive than negative, which we couldn't say the previous five weeks. No, uh, w- w- without a doubt. Uh, the one thing that's been consistent, uh, and I just look at just look at what we've done this season in this game, uh, defensively we've been outstanding third down. Uh, offensively, not so much. Uh, we still we got better in the second half. But they were only 3 of 14, 21%. You know, you got to convert on third down to sustain drives and score points. You know, uh, we were amongst the best. Whenever you're in the 37, 38, 39%, that means your defense is getting it done. Uh, got it done again today against the Jets. They were only 3 of 4, uh, 21%. Now, Chris, I didn't know if we'd reach uh, 30 points the way that first half was going. But if you look at it, who that nation – the Jets' defense has now given up at least 30 points in six of the past eight games. If you're giving up 30. You're Robert Sala, who's a defensive-minded coach. But he should get fired. If that's your wheelhouse and you're giving up 30 points a game in the National Football League, six of the past eight games, come on. Come on. ain't nothing to do with the offense, even though, uh, I mean, I think Zach Wilson's overrated. I mean, I don't know if he's shell-shocked. Christian, we were talking about this. We wrote, I wrote this in my notes. And, uh, and you were saying, Bobby, doesn't it seem like uh, that uh, he drifts? And what Christian was trying to explain to me and, and what he means by drifts, it's like if you're a quarterback and you're, like, you're not sure what you're doing, you got to hang in the pocket, I'm telling you. You got to hang in the pocket and step up. You're going five step. You got to get rid of the ball. Three step, get rid of the ball. Or you got to step up. Not bail. They bail. They all think they're Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, 15 yard drops. Everybody thinks they're Patrick Mahomes down. They're all bailing. I'm looking at Zach Wilson. Not very accurate, but I wrote he drifts back too much. He doesn't step up enough. Uh, I don't know these young quarterbacks, if they don't want to get hit, you can't hit the quarterback anyway. So what are you scared of? I mean, how about you hanging there tough? They're going to protect you. No, so I was disappointed watching Zach Wilson play for the first time. Not very accurate, Christian. He ended up being 19 uh, of 42. Uh, in this day and age, 19 of 42, 
quarterback rating of uh, 59. But, uh, Christian, when I look at and, and who that nation where we're at, is that we've had the Jets number. No J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. No gangrene, whatever. They can't talk smack, smack to the Saints. They can't. You know, we've shut out the Jets twice in our history. and uh, that, that uh, Held them out of the end zone in this one. Yeah, uh, Christian, uh, yes. Uh, and, and we've had 14 shutouts, 214 in 55 years been against the Jets, so they can't talk smack. You look all time in the series. Okay, Jets fans, uh, the Saints have eight wins. Uh, you have six losses. Okay, what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately since 1989? Christian, I'm still playing. I'm not even 30 years old. I got white hair now. And, and th- so the last 32 years, they played 10 times. The Saints have won eight, and the Jets have won two times. Uh, you look, okay, well, what about Sean Payne? Since Sean Payne's been on board. Now Sean is 3-1 against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And on the road in New York, okay, we're playing in New York. Uh, you know, uh, boy, up in the Northeast, you don't know about the elements. I played the day after Christmas. It was freezing. We still, we shut them out. We still won. So you look playing in the Northeast. So, uh, you know, hostile environment. Uh, well, the Saints are 5-3 and three on the road against the Jets in New York. So uh, they can't say anything. Uh, that, that's one thing. Now, uh, I think the Giants has been more a history of formidable New York opponent than the Jets, but uh, that's been the case for a number of teams against uh, the gang green. Now, uh, Christian, I, I thought red zone, what we did, uh, and who that nation uh if we do this uh, going forward, uh, red zone defense. You remember one time that first handful of games with number one red zone defense as far as not giving up touchdowns? Oh, well, guess what? Uh, uh, New York was 0 for 3. They, the Jets were 0 for 3 in the red zone. That was like what we were doing early in the season. Uh, that has to continue. You know, I always say, well, uh, even though it seems like we're clicking offensively, you got to get at least 65 plays. Today, uh, we had 68 plays. Uh, so, I would think when all said and done, uh, you got it done in that area. Look, uh, look at time of possession. And, and I think because they didn't convert on third down, we did a better job. But still, we were only 6 of 15, but they were only 3 of 14. But if you look at uh, thir- uh, time of possession, we had the ball almost 18 minutes more than the Jets. So that didn't surprise me to score. I, I didn't think we were going to finish like we uh, finished. But I-, I thought overall outstanding. You had to run the ball against the Jets. The Jets were sorry against the run. If you look at their rushing defense, uh, they were giving up um, 100. They were 30, giving up 134 yards a game. Uh, well, we had 203. I mean, uh, if, you, if you're a good team, you committed to the run, you should be able to run. And guess what? Sean Payton ran the ball 45 times for a 4.6-yard uh, average, which is outstanding. And our defense, uh, now they only ran at 17, but we held them uh, to 78 yards. Uh, like I said, they weren't 50%. Taysom Hill, I think he got better at times, just up and down. Either he was, I don't know, losing the grip on the ball, is going backwards, or he can't get the snap. You never know. But Sean says that it's, it's an adventure with Taysom. You never know what you're going to get. But I know he's explosive and can run the ball. When you look at him uh, running, uh, boy, I, I like that average. He had 11 carries, 73 yards. Now he had over 100 against Dallas, but 73 yards, 6.6 yard average. Alvin Kamara at four and a half yards, 27 attempts, 120 yards. I think Alvin came to play. Alvin came to play to carry the team, and I think it showed in that area. 
We had 31 touches, like you said earlier, Christian, who that nation, 145 total yards. Well, you know what? To close out the season, hopefully Ingram can help him out a little bit, but he still has to have that kind of production. If it's not 145 to 150, it needs to be— 120? Yeah, about 120. So Ingram's going to have to contribute uh, a little better than Tony Jones Jr., who only had uh, 10 yards on six attempts, a 1.7-yard average when all said and done. Chris, I kind of like how the game was called. They called nine penalties. Total. I mean, nine penalties total. I don't think the referees one way or the other. I thought they let him play. We had four penalties, 42 yards. The Jets had five uh, for 45. Now, uh, we still plus one for the season. I wish we'd have taken away the football more. We had opportunities, but that wasn't the case. No turnovers. I'd have thought for sure uh, before this game, uh, somebody's going to turn over the ball. Now, I said, uh, because that's how, if I can recall, how the Jets beat the Titans and the Bengals uh, because turning over the football. Well, we had zero for the game, but we still uh, plus one for the season. And uh, so that's going to go a long way. Now, uh, looking at uh, now, this would be a trivia question. How many of the Who That Nation could guess who was uh, the leading receiver uh, for the Saints as far as yards? I think we wouldn't get this. You you had to put money on it before the game. Now, you can't look. Yeah, before the game. Or you can't look. Even if you. But you can't look it up. Uh, Who who are you going to guess? Well, it was Nick Vanette, the tight end. The big tight end from Ohio State had 44 yards total, average right at 14 yards uh, reception, had three catches. Christian, he was also targeted the most by Taysom Hill. He had six targets, but uh, three catches. If you look at Callaway, um, he had the longest gain, a 26-yarder. Boy, that was a nice play. He broke three tackles. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that That's one play that helped us solidify this game. Outstanding breaking tackles by Marcus Callaway on the 20. Six-yard gain, breaking three tackles. Well, he had uh, an average of 17 yards. Uh, Alvin Kamara uh, ended up with the most receptions with four. I think that was about right. Uh, Now both Zach Wilson and Taysom Hill got sacked three times. Uh, Taysom got his quarterback rating better. It was at 96, ended up being 15 or 21. Uh, But I I don't know if Taysom was going to work out a quarterback, but I know Taysom Hill's a winner. He's a winner. I don't know uh, if you want him guiding your football team to championships, but you want him on your team to help you win championships. I would definitely go with that. Now, defensively, uh, before we go to break, who that nation, uh, I thought Kwan Alexander. Uh, I thought Kwan Alexander, uh, he got humbled, like Deuce had brought up during the week on, uh, on, on we do sports talk. He got humbled against Atlanta and the Falcons. But I'm looking as of late. There's three games in a row now. Bills, Dallas, and now the Jets. Kwan Alexander has played winning football. He led the team with two sacks, quarterback hurry, tackle for a loss. Demario Davis bounced back, led the team in tackles with eight. He also had a tackle for a loss. You know who stepped up big time, a diamond in the rough, along with Aesop Wilson, uh, Winston Winston as a returner, was Carl Grandison. He ended up a sack. Led the team in quarterback hurries with two, a tackle for a loss. So a few highlights there, and we're going to talk a little more about Carl Grandison and what he means, especially not having Cam Jordan there. Where was Davenport? Davenport had one tackle. Whoever was blocking Davenport, they kicked his ass. What the Davenport was a no-show. Well, I think he was 
I think he influenced he still the pocket. Heard it? No, I think he influenced the pocket quite a bit. I, and as far as sacks, well, they no, weren't no, there, no, but no, I think he influenced uh, the pocket. Uh, they weren't there. Granderson had the more impact. And um, we're going to talk about Aesop uh, Winston in the return game. I thought he did an outstanding job fielding punts. We were just getting started. It's the Who point that? after the Saints win 30 to 9 over the New York Jets. A couple of lines open on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines at 504 260 1870. This is the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. The point after back here on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Saints beat the New York Crop Dusters. Yes, the New York Crop Dusters 30 to 9. I think it's offensive to equate them to the Jets. I think all Jets should be offended by their their representation. Yeah, well, prop planes, uh, yeah. you know, uh, propellers. Uh, the crop they, dusters. They, they don't have – there's no jet fuel uh, going there. <laughs> to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Hollywood. Hey, but hi, but I do like their uniforms. I like that. I uh, like the, the, jet, no, the it, green. If they were winning – Kelly green, yeah. Gang green, no, it'd be good. But when you don't win, then it looks like maybe you threw up or something. Hollywood, you're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Hello, Bobby. Hello, Chris. How y'all making out? Good. Hey, you. Hollywood. Uh, you're watching a game. Uh, the first half, were you a little frustrated? Because I was saying, man, the Jets aren't very good. Then you might think, well, right. I, ho- I hope we're not on their level. Then we got better. And uh, the game turned out like it should have. Well, for three quarters, that was a boring game for an <laughs> NFL game. Both teams, both teams played bad. I don't, I don't care how you call it. They played right. bad. And uh, the announcers on the uh, TV. We finally got TV in Port Fusho. Uh <laughs> Even announcers were bad on TV. That was just a boring game the first three. But Alvin Kamara did give a, a, a lift, a big lift on offense. And uh, when I give a shout out to him because he did break the record, I think a Russian record or something. I don't know if you can verify that for me. Say and, that uh, again? No, he said he broke a Russian record or something. I said, I don't. Taysom? No, no, he's talking about Alvin, he said. Oh no! It was about receptions in a career, he right. uh, with 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 um, with Craig. He but broke his pa- it's receptions in a career. Well, who's Craig? Who are you talking about? What? Roger Craig. Oh, the well, Roger Craig, the running back of the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, okay, uh, that makes sense. And uh, I gotta agree with you on uh, another thing, Bobby Davenport. Throughout his career and all the draft choices we gave up for him, he didn't do much. So I won. Really sign him to another contract. Well, whoever was blocking him today uh, for the Jets was blocking him. Uh, you, you know, whenever right. you don't call Davenport's name, that means whoever's blocking him is doing his job. It's hard and to get to the quarterback when he's drifting 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Well, he, he's drifting, but 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 Christian, I, uh, uh, why Carl? I guess Carl Granderson going against a weaker opponent. Well, no, he was he was sliding up on that. I mean, there were very few times where Zach Wilson stepped up in the pocket. Everything. If you go, well, go watch it. He drifts, 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 and then throws. But no, but 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 I had thought takes I wrote, a ten yard pass uh, into but a twenty five. Hollywood, I think, would agree with this, uh, Christian. Even in the first half, what I said at halftime, all I know is uh, uh, Zach Wilson should be way more accurate than he is. We're not getting any pressure on him. I, I, I thought right. now, now and then we get pressure, but I, but I, I said, come on, are we not really getting after the opposing quarterback like you need to? Uh, so I was a little disappointed without Cam Jordan. Not that he's made a difference rushing the passer. Uh, but today, uh, we have not been uh, the sack team like I expect. For instance, uh, when, when you look at where we're at right now, uh, as far as uh, Hollywood looking and Christian, who that name is, you look at like sacks on a season. Okay, you know how many we have right now? We have 29 sacks. I'll tell you, we've been spoiled on the winning streak. When we had won the NFC South, and when we were amongst the best, when the most games we were high 40s, low 50s, we're not going to sniff that this year. 
We're not. So yeah. uh, did we pay the wrong person? Should we have paid maybe Trey Hendrickson and maybe not worried about uh, uh, Davenport in the future? We look, just look at production. So And look, he, Trey Hendrickson has eight sacks in eight straight games. So, uh, I, I mean, and then uh, he's available. Now, uh, Trey Henderson does get hurt, and uh, he's a spot play. But as far as per snap, he's been way more productive than Davenport. Even though I think Davenport has been a beast and uh, running over tackles. Whoever that tackle was for the Jets, he didn't run him over. I know that. He, that tackle handled him. Hollywood, thanks for the phone call. Steve on a cell phone. Go ahead, Steve. You're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Hey, fellas, how we doing today? Good, thank you. Hey, Steve, what you got? Listen, guys, I I, I kind of got off track just listening to y'all talk about the sacks. I have to agree with Bobby. A guy who goes uh, Trey Henderson, eight sacks in eight games, it, you got to consider the fact that maybe we did spend the wrong money. But that's, that's a crapshoot. Now, let me right. get to, I want to get to mine because so, I have a couple things to say and I want to be fast so uh, so everybody else gets a chance. First of all, Bobby, I want to tell you, I think you do a great job of covering both sides of the ball. Being a quarterback, I, I guess you would know more about defense than anybody with all the years in the film room. And um, right, I'm not I'm not an LSU fan, but uh, your son your son's doing a phenomenal job too. I listen to all the talk radio I can. Well, he, he, he's job. way smarter than me. Uh, his IQ is way <laughs> it's higher than well, me. Look, uh, he got that from his mama, so. <laughs> I'm 40 years old, and I got an 11-year-old son, and his is too. So I don't like to go bragging about that, but right. that's just the way it is. But what I wanted to say was uh, it kind of popped up to me, uh, what was it, last week or two weeks ago when um, when the Patriots on, on Monday night in those uh, inclement weather uh, only threw three passes, you know? Right. And I was thinking, I was thinking about how before Taysom had to start throwing the ball, we were we were in that game when he was running it, you know, and right, it, and I think Coach Payton is one of the most innovative coaches in the league. So right. I was wondering what your thoughts are. I I have two quick questions. This, this one, and, and I'll hang up so you can talk, so I don't so I don't take up any more of your time. No, go ahead. Um, uh, you're fine. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Bobby. I I, I think that I, I could see a um. You know, just similar to the way the the Ravens uh, had had changed their offense with Lamar, and and he's he's really coming into his own as a passer. He has great form, but they had to they had to change it up a little bit. Now, with with this season, I'm not saying being a loss because we're still in it. So if you're still in it, you gotta right. you gotta take your chances. Uh, I I foresee a backfield with Vanette and the fullbacks and all those nasty guys that, that, that Sean likes to get in there and, uh, and, and, and Jason Hill at shotgun with, with Ingram and, and, uh, and AJ flanked out on either side of him, maybe either, you know. Well, what, what do you want us to run the Veer? Steve, you want us to run the Veer? We're going to have the dive with, no, uh, no, with Ingram and then we're going to run the option? I want us to run something that creates – the defense is taking a look at it, and they have no one to key on. So well, well, well the, the thing is, uh, listen, they could put eight in the box if you think they're going to run. Now, can you stop the run? I think the Bills were a little too light in the keister when the Patriots uh, ran all over them, and then they only threw the ball three times. 
I can tell you right now, I, I would not mind having Taysom Hill at quarterback and Christian uh, just throwing in the teams uh, at the most. If we had Jari Evans, Carl Nix, and then our tackles. Uh, I don't like our interior linemen. Now, you might say they're hurt. Andrews Pete, when he's involved. Ruiz isn't hurt. Uh, uh, no, Cesar Ruiz, he's not a first-round draft pick. Cesar Ruiz gets beat all the time. Just watch the film. Just watch the film. Okay, whose guy made the tackle? Cesar Ruiz. McCoy hasn't gotten better. Now, Throng Martin, he's an overachiever. You would need Andrews Pete in there. And Andrews Pete, run blocking, he could do that. Pass blocking, not so much. But if you're truly running the ball and you had all hands on deck, so let's say you had Armstead and you had Andrews Pete. And then you had now now now, now I'm, I'm gonna take out Andrew Speed. I'm gonna say Carl Nix, Jari Evans, and then you had Ramchek. A lot of different players could play center, and, and I think we'd fall forward for four yards. But that that's like uh, wishful thinking. Steve, thanks for the phone call. Coming back from Michael and you two at five zero four two six zero one eight seventy on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines. The Saints win over the New York Crop Dusters thirty to nine earlier this afternoon here on the New Orleans Saints. Radio Network. And welcome into the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints win 30 to 9. Our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504 260 1870. Bobby, what you got? Yeah, I got uh, Christian. I think this uh, texture is, is right on board. Uh, that uh, 78 is decent. Uh, I, I don't think uh, Eric McCoy. I thought he came out with a big splash, but he hasn't necessarily gotten better from uh, year two to three. He's still steady, but I agree with uh, the texter. Uh, McCoy is decent. Uh, 51 is garbage. Cesar Ruiz, uh, I mean, he's the weak link. He, he makes Andrews Pete look like a Hall of Famer. Cesar Ruiz, and he said, and then the texter goes on to say, I can't believe I'm saying this. But uh, Andrews Pete is sorely missed. He is in the run game. I'm telling you. Now, um, now if you're trying to win a championship and all that, and you got a pass block, and you know sometimes to be Listen. desired with Andrews Pete, but run blocking Andrews Pete can run block. I don't think Caesar Ruiz can run our pass block. Well, I think it was a run from Taysom Hill where he ended up getting about two yards, but. Ruiz pulled and flat out whiffed on his guy, completely whiffed, and his guy ended up making the tackle. Christian, there was like, there were a handful, two for or three, sure, of them. three, four, not a handful, like you said. Okay, when you look at the play, and then okay, who didn't finish their block? Caesar Ruiz. Yeah, there was one he blocked well, well, on the double so team. Whether it's in space, whether it's in space, or just at the point of attack. Bobby, it, it, there was a double. Gary Griffin had one guy already kind of blocked. He went and helped Gary Griffin instead of. Letting a guy that basically crossed his face, crossed his face, make the tackle. What's the rule on that? How about you ear hole him? Uh, you ear hole him because he crossed your face. Then you go where you're trying to get. Because uh, okay, who's going to have the most immediate impact? I don't know. That's football one on one common sense. But I don't. I don't know. Caesar Ruiz. Uh, uh, now, if we'd have got him in the fourth or fifth round, Christian, that would be different. Sure. Like uh, or like Throgmorton. He's a free agent, and he's plug and play. When you're number one draft pick. Cesar Ruiz is, is not even. I'm telling you, he makes Andrews Pete Cesar Ruiz at times uh, look like he's like a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Back to our calls, our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Michael, online for you on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Michael, 
you doing, y'all guys? What you got, Michael? Uh, I'm just wondering. Peyton Turner's been on the IR for a few weeks. Is he going to come back and play this season? You alluded to uh, how uh, this uh, defensive line looked lackluster. Right, right. Where in the hell is Peyton Turner? I mean, where is he? I mean, what's what's up with him? Uh, He's on injured reserve. He's eligible to come back after this week. When he had uh, 12 total tackles, he had a sack. Go, man, I got an NFL sack. So uh, now he will he contribute on the back end of the season? I hope so, Michael. I don't know. You know who else hasn't showed up, Christian? And I think he's a good dude. Yeah, David Onyemata. I mean, David Onyemata, now he was suspended the first six games, and I thought uh, I got fooled on that one. I thought he'd have way more of an impact uh, this season uh, than he has. Uh, Christian, I'm looking right now. um, He doesn't even show up on the stat sheet. That's not good. Why? Don't, Don't even show up on the stat sheet, and then before the game, when you talk about uh, stat sheet, uh, David Onyemata, he had .5 sacks. That means he got a half a sack. Uh, and he had uh, six quarterback hurries. No, uh, David Onyemata, okay, I, I, as much as I like him, and uh, he has not stepped up. Come on, you can't rest on your laurels. You have to keep getting better and better because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Uh, or or you, you're not fulfilling the obligation because we paid David Onyemata. We need him to step up. And uh, I've been disappointed so far in his play because in impactful games, what was the game in the Dome? I think it might have been against the Bills. Where, uh, okay, right there, too many missed tackles. Yep. Uh, it was at least two or three, it seems like, that he had like, okay, you're right there. You got to make that tackle. If you make that tackle, it's not a big play, and you miss it, it is a big play going right at you. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after, Saints win 30-9 over the New York Jets. Back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Slim on the West Bank. What's going on, Slim? You're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Hey, Slim. Slim, you there? All right, we'll put Slim on hold and try to get to him after our break. We'll step away and come back. This is the point after on the New Orleans Saints. Well, Radio I have Network. to read this text with come back, Christian, uh, because this fan's probably, he's trolling. Uh, nine, let me see, which is that? 99, 9-0, something. Yeah, 999. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Back here on the point after, Saints win 30-9 to over the New York Jets. Bobby Hebert, Christian Garrick, our Oakland Jewelers talk and text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Bobby, what you got on the text line? Well, 99-90. Hey, Bobby, you're dead wrong about Cesar Ruiz uh, getting beat every play. I'm not that's. I'm saying he, get beat, he gets beat a lot. I'm not saying every play. That's just BS. What game are you watching? He's by far our most disciplined run blocker. No, then I say, you're an idiot. Well, what are you talking about? Our best run blocker. If he's our best run blocker, we are in trouble. He never – Cesar Ruiz, by far, uh, I'd say more than not, does not finish blocks. He does not finish run blocks. Andrews no. Pete's a way better run blocker than Cesar Ruiz. It's not even close. McCoy's a better run blocker than Cesar Ruiz. Ryan Ranchett when he's healthy. Now, now yeah. Now, Throckmorton – uh, I think it might be a toss-up. It might be, yeah, he might have an edge of Throckmorton, but Throckmorton's a free agent. You're a first-round draft pick. So uh, 99-90, uh, I mean, I, I, would love, I would love to sit down with you and break down what are you looking at about uh, maybe you see the Ruiz's cousin here in New Orleans. Uh, you know, you're all excited about the Michigan Wolverines in the Final Four uh, making the postseason, it might be national champs. Uh, I don't know what you're hoping for, but uh, no, you're way off base. Sorry. Another text here from uh, the 504. Bobby, I think Taysom Hill can be better than Breeze. You need to be patient with him. Oh, uh, that, that, that has to be a joke. Uh, that, that, okay, patient. That has to be. That can't be real. Uh, how can that be real? If Drew Breeze was playing the first half against the Jets, the game would have been over in the first half. It wouldn't even have been close. Why don't you marry Drew, Drew, Drew Breeze? Is a, uh, yeah, I'm a married Drew Breeze. Drew, Drew Breeze is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Taysom Hill's just trying to win. I'm just trying to be a part of the NFL, which he is a big part, but maybe not a quarterback. So be patient to be better than Drew Brees. No, that 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 has to be a setup. That there's no way that guy really thinks that way. James and Jefferson, you're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints, James. Hey, on the guys, New Orleans Saints Radio Network, been, excuse me. Hey, hey guys, that must have been uh, uh, your boy's agent. <laughs> They had to be a Jason for real. Because I've been saying he's tough since probably almost since day one when he was playing center. But the thing is, Bobby, you've been making my point. And I know you guys don't agree with me, but you know, it, it, since we beat the Jets, we don't have no choice unless we want to settle for the middle of the round like we've been getting get recently when we had the 79 season. Right. Then we'll be forced to pick up a wide receiver. Well, and I'd rather see wide receiver in the second round. I was hoping we'd get one of those top five picks and get that, that uh, dancing bear. James, we're talking about the draft in December, man? No, uh, we didn't lose yeah, to the Jets. James, 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 we still got a chance. Okay, James, James, listen, James, if we'd have lost to the Jets today, then I would welcome that call in December. Because I'd say yes, it'd be like, oh, uh, Buddy D, Mike Ditka, Hassel, and all that. Who are we going to draft? Who we drafted in April, but you beat the Jets today, and you win in a, a dominant uh, faction, thirty to nine. Uh, that, that's uh, now I know it is the Jets. I mean the Jets. I mean I don't know. T- to me, I haven't seen the Jaguars and the Houston uh, uh, Texans face to face. I don't know that. To me, the Jets got to be worse than them. I mean, if they're about not, as dysfunctional as they get. Not, be like, uh, you know what? They'd have a bottom four playoff. Who would be in the bottom? <laughs> the toilet bowl? Okay, who would be like, it'd be like, okay. Jacksonville. The first round, Jacksonville Houston. and the Jets and Houston. And who would be the, the fourth team? 
They have to have uh, somebody uh, could. Who would be that 14 to be part of that tournament? Because th- there is four bottom feeders in the NFL that shame on you if you don't come away with a win. So you got the Jets, obviously, the Jags we mentioned. Um, Texans. Texans. Who's that Detroit 14? Lions. Yes, the Lions. They finally won. But the Lions play hard. The Lions would probably win that championship. <laughs> the toilet bowl? Yes. If you had, let's say, the Lions versus the Texans, Jets versus the Jags, and the winners play each other. I wouldn't go against the Lions. The Lions play hard. Bobby, this is something we talked about, I think, going into the pregame, not necessarily on air, but coming into this week, there were nine teams at 500 or one game below 500. Nine. That's over a quarter of the league that was either at 500 or one game below 500. Now, do you take the approach that is good for the league or it's bad? I kind of take the approach that gives more cities hope. Yeah, uh, the Saints still have hope. Uh, New Orleans still has hope. Can you go on a run? You can lose to Tampa Bay. Can you close out with three straight wins? Now James might say, like, we're not going to do anything. But, but why don't we just continue to lose? Now that's what I would say. If we'd have lost to the Jets, I'd have said, well, and then you lose to Tampa Bay. So what if you win your last three games? But nine wins might get you in the postseason. But the people might say, listen, we kind of spalled. Because we've been like one or two, three, uh, the top seeds and winning the NFC South four years in a row. And what, it, and what has it done for us? Nothing. Hasn't done anything. But you never know. It might be a magical wild card season. Look what happened old school uh, with uh, Eli Manning and the Giants. Look last year with Tampa Bay, but all their weapons. So uh, you don't know if you get into the postseason, anything can happen. I would not be surprised at all. Now, I don't like our tie-breaking situation, but uh, nine wins. Some team on the back end of the playoff picture in the NFC is going to have nine wins. They're going to be a 9-18, and 18, barely over 500, and they're going to be in the playoffs because of the tiebreaker. I don't know about this. We, like the Eagles beat us head-to-head. I don't know what's going to happen down the road, but uh, that's not good. Uh, I mean, even if we lose to Tampa Bay, we're still on the hunt, James. It's just the way it is. If you're on hold, sit tight. Coming to you the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. 30-9, to Saints win over the New York Jets, a.k.a. Crop Dusters. Back here on the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Bobby Hebert, Christian Garrick, getting get to your calls in a second. First, though, Bobby, what's on our Oakland Heart Jewelers text line? Well, Christian, I, I wanted to mention this, and I'm sorry I didn't because it is so true. You know who's a flat-out stud for the Saints? Special and, teams. And special teams, and he is not just Pro Bowl. He is all pro. J.T. Gray. Yes, he is. J.T. Gray is unbelievable. You talk about making tackles and making plays. Well, he had four tackles today. He's up to, uh, like, let me see, uh, third, let me see, 12. He's up to, like, 16 tackles. J.T. Gray, you see this one tackle that you thought he was going to whiff on him? He just snatched that returner. And the Jets are a good return team. If you look at that Barry Austin, no, they can return the ball. J.T. Gray is on a level that how can you not respect him? And this that was from 1824. Hey, Bobby and Christian. J.T. Gray played good on special teams. No, he played great. He's at an all-pro level. I didn't know we could get any better. You know, we let Chris Banjo go out of SMU. Then he goes to the Cardinals. I think he's doing a fine job. I still think he's with the Cardinals. But J.T. Gray uh, was like an upgrade out of Mississippi State. He is outstanding. Uh, You know, Justin Hardy, we let him go. Now he was with the Jets, Mm -hmm. him and Sheldon Rankins. But J.T. Gray, 
is the man. Now, and the last texter, 1812, it says, uh, Caesar Ruiz uh, turnstile. Uh, 9990 is a moron. Trade him and a couple of others if someone's dumb enough to give a draft pick uh, away for him. So, no, uh, so sorry, 9990. You might be Cesar Ruiz's family, uh, but I think a number of fans see, uh, is watching or witnessing what he's doing in the football field, and it's not quite working out. Time now for the Diamond in the Rough performance of the game presented by Friend and Company. You have a friend in the jewelry business, and I'm going two players here. Aesop Winston for his return, his oh. returns today, filling in for Deontay Harris. And also first uh, Carl, NFL game. Yeah, Carl Granderson, undrafted player. Both of these guys undrafted. Yes. And I, they're the epitome of a diamond in the rough performance of the game. Carl Granderson turned in a sack as well. Well, uh, I look at Aesop uh, Winston Jr., and uh, how can you not acknowledge or, or give him credit? Because, Christian, it's all about opportunity. Okay. I'm in New York. The wind's blowing a little bit. i got to return the ball. Hell no, you can't fumble. Uh, if Sean Payne sees you fumbling the pregame, then you ain't the returner. <clears throat> You're out. But he did a fine job. It looks like he was a, a, a poised, uh, ready to feel, uh, you know, returns and dealing with the wind. But Christian, it's not his first rodeo. Aesop Winston Jr. from Washington State, you know, he did this. He's on the Saints practice squad. He did this in the preseason. I know it was limited. But he had uh, 64 yards on kick returns this preseason and 18 yards on punt returns. Well, he did a lot more than that today. He had 54 yards in punt return. He averaged 13 and a half yards of punt return. He had a long uh, return of 18 yards. Christian, if you're around 14 yards, you know what that is? Now you got to do all this. Pro. You're all pro. Now you got to do this the whole season. Sure. This is just one game. But good for Aesop Winston Jr. Uh, the free agent out of Washington State, outstanding job. And like you mentioned, Carl Grandison, uh, he's still a diamond in the rough, Christian. He's not like we never heard of him. Uh, he's getting to take advantage of his opportunity out of University of Wyoming. You know, he played with Allen, um, you know, uh, who's the Bills quarterback. When Josh they were Allen. At, Josh Allen, when they were at University of Washington, Cheyenne. Now, he had a sack. He had two quarterback hurries, which led the team. And he was tied uh, with one tackle for a loss with Quan Alexander and Demario Davis. So you look overall, a couple of tackles. Uh, Carl Grandison uh, was way more on the stat sheet than like Marcus Davenport. You know, Cam Jordan not being involved. I think Grandison took advantage of that. And uh, I wish Davenport would have had more of an impact. Two players are disappointed defensively. Now, can they have that impact? I would challenge them against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or going forward. Can Marcus Davenport or David and Yamada close the season at a high level? Because I know they have the ability. Mm -hmm. They have the ability. We've seen it. We, we've witnessed it before. We have witnessed them playing as good as anyone in the National Football League. Now, every week's a new week. So I challenge Davenport and Yamada to do something come uh, versus the Buccaneers uh, next Sunday night. Sunday night football. We're playing prime time. We do not want to be embarrassed like we've been embarrassed on Thursday. Thanksgiving night and against the Cowgirls. Okay, we've been a primetime team under Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Well, we want that swag back. We want that swag back and not that uh, negative swag. What happened on Thursday night football against the Bills and the Cowgirls. We want that swag back and we have a chance, Christian, because it's closing out the season. We're going to have primetime. We're going to have Tampa Bay Sunday night football in Tampa. Last year we whooped them. 
We whooped them 38 to 3. That, that wasn't an opinion. That's what happened. 38 to 3, the last three times in a regular season, we put a whooping, double digit win every game against Tampa Bay. Now, you know, they got humiliated, so they're going to want to bounce back. They're humiliating the Buffalo Bills right now. 24 to 3. They just got an interception so, so, uh, so in I, Bills territory. I mean, I don't know. The, the, the Bills, I mean, uh, Tampa Bay might spank us. I don't know, but we have taken care of business. You got them on Sunday night football, and then the following week, you're going to have in the Superdome, in the Caesar Superdome, you're going to have the Miami Dolphins, who, who's uh, all trending in the right direction on Monday night football prime time. So you're going to have Tampa Bay, the two Florida uh, teams. You're going to have Tampa Bay, and you're going to have the Miami Dolphins come prime time. Can we take care of business before we close out the NFC South? Uh, dealing with uh, the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. Bobby, by the way, Tom Brady now has more touchdowns, yards, wins, Super Bowls, total MVPs, among many other records. And he also just broke Drew Brees' record for completions in a career. That was that, that little loft that Mike Evans caught on the sidelines. And, and, and you that thought he was Brees getting pressure and it's like, oh, well, that's going to be picked. Uh, no, he dropped it right in the well. It was one of those well throws. Uh, no, listen, anybody hating on Tom Brady just be, just being a hater, come on. Bobby Hebert, Christian Garrick, this is the Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby and Christian back here on the Point After. Saints win 30-9 to over the New York Jets. Right to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text lines. Slim, what's up? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, how you doing? Good, Slim. No, I found him. Go ahead, Slim. No, I'm trying to find you. Think this thing's going to the playoffs? Well, we have to wait and see because uh, in a tiebreaker, we don't know. Uh, I think they had to win this game. I don't think they're going to beat Tampa Bay, but I think they have a great opportunity to win the last three against the Dolphins and then um, against Carolina and Atlanta. Uh, the bottom line is they have to win. Uh, they had yeah. five games. They had to win four out of the five, and they won this one. They should beat the Jets. And they might win nine games, um, and it still might not be good enough. They might not have the tiebreaker in the NFC, uh, depending what occurs uh, there. Uh, you look like the Eagles. If you head-to-head against them, they beat you. You just got to look at the whole NFC. Now, that's why I always said, if you get – even though they added a game, if you get – like, you know, we say 10-6, and six, Christian, I think even in the future, because they added the extra wild card, Slim, that you could be 10-7. and seven. Can you get the double-digit wins? Uh, because you look, a lot of teams are hovering around 500 that I still think you could be a playoff team. Uh, but, like, if you 8-9, and nine, a losing record, uh, I think this year, no, you're not going to be representing the NFC in the postseason. Slim, thanks for the phone call. Shane and Harahan, you're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network, Shane. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Hey, Shane, what you got? Uh, not much. I was just going to say that that was a great win today. I mean, I know we were playing uh, kind of a weak New York Jets team, but I think we handled business. And, and it, I mean, any win's a good one, you know. We're not – we haven't been doing too good in the division. But, right. uh, but yeah, yeah, well, I want to get to my thoughts here. Um, Russell Wilson, from what I've been hearing, has been expressing some uh, some unhappiness in Seattle – and and I think I, I think from what I heard he's he's been expressing some interest in the Saints and uh, yes he I wants to co- Shane he wants to come to the Saints I would love and God would I love that but but in, in your opinion Bobby would you would you be willing 
to possibly part with Ryan Ramchek because I know he's I know he's under contractual obligation with Seattle. So if if we could possibly get him, but we would have to give up maybe Ryan Ramchek or something like that. I would rather would give up. I'd rather give up uh, Cam Jordan and Teron Armstead. Uh, you know, in the you know back what? end, you know, it's a, it's better to get rid of a player a year or too early than a year or too late, Shane. So, uh, uh, you know, when I look at that, but I, I'm even like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, you say, well, we, what are you smoking? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I think even Deshaun Watson. You might say, well, why are you bringing up Deshaun Watson? Because when the dust is all going to clear, Deshaun Watson is still young. I, I, I want to say he missed the whole season we have to look at uh, the civil suits and what's going to come about, but he's still only 26 years of age. Somebody, look, the Dolphins were willing to give up on two already, even though they on a, a losing a winning streak because they wanted Deshaun Watson. So I, I think the future Saints quarterback is not even on the roster right now, Shane. Shane, thanks for the phone call. We'll step away and come back. It's the point after Saints win over the New York Jets, 30 to nine, here on the New Orleans Saints radio network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jumping off in hour two of the point after. The Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. I'm Christian Garrick. Saints win 30-9 to nine over the New York Jets. We'll get to your calls and your texts first, though. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Bobby and Christian back here on the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Bobby, you like our music when we come back, as long as, as, long as it's a W, huh? Yeah, um, I think Ian put this together. And um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I go with the, the techno, techno uh, vibe yeah. uh, if we win. But if we lose, hell with techno. I don't want, I mean, that's like. Play some blues music. Uh, or some rage. I want some rage because you're mad, you're ticked off. But when you win, then you can do a little techno dancing and grooving and all that. But What you got on the text th- line? Th- this is well thought out, Christian. This is actually from uh, 5596. Do we know that the future Saints quarterback is not on the roster now, right now? I would say uh, we don't know that. That's why Sean Payton wants to see how it's going to play out with Taysom Hill. Uh, I would answer it that way. And uh, I think Jameis Winston, where he's at right now, uh, well, let me continue. 
Have we seen enough of Jameis Winston to say that? Probably not, but it would be at the Saints' price. It's not going to necessarily be, I think the Saints like Jameis Winston, but Jameis Winston ain't getting no $20 million plus type of contract. He's still going to have to have a proven contract. And compete with somebody else, whomever yes, else. Yes, they're not going to give him the job. But if it's like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, that type guy, Deshaun Watson coming in here, there ain't no damn competition. They are the guys. Nothing against Taysom Hill. Nothing against Jameis Winston. So there is a possibility when you say, do we know that the future Saints quarterback is not on the roster right now, depending on what Taysom Hill does uh, to close out the season. And if they cannot land one of those big price uh, quarterbacks, I think Jameis Winston could potentially still be in their plans, how he rehabs from his knee injury, but they're not going to pay him. They're not going to pay him. He's still going to have to go out and do something special. And then uh, he goes on to say about Jameis, I don't think he played badly during the time he was in the game. I don't either. I thought he was a winning quarterback. And when you consider he had limited weapons, hell yeah, whoever's playing quarterback for the Saints right now has limited weapons. Whether it's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. You just hope that they catch the ball. I thought overall, uh, if you look, I, I thought Callaway, we haven't talked about him in a while. If you look, he had a couple of receptions. He had a 26 long game. The one thing when he broke three tackles, I thought was outstanding. He had a couple of catches, 34 yards. Look at Traquan. Uh, but, but uh, okay, Traquan, we didn't have Michael Thomas. We expected Traquan Smith to be our number one. I think this is a good game for Traquan. This would be like a number two and number three receiver. Three catches for like 33 yards. So how can that ever be a number one? Traquan had that, you know, game-breaking uh, Drew Brees game. Remember, I think it was against the Eagles in the Dome when he caught like 150-some yards. Uh, uh, Traquan's man didn't even sniff the 100. Well, we would hope he would sniff like a 70 or 80. Okay, you look at Jefferson. We're going to talk about him during the week on Sports Talk. You look at Jefferson with the Vikings. Justin Jefferson. Uh, Justin Jefferson. He had an off game with the Vikings. And off the top of my head, I want to say he had like seven, eight catches like for 80 yards. And that's an off game, off game for him. We would be like uh, have a parade for Traquan if he had that kind of game. Uh, I mean, so this is this, it is what it is. Uh, we look, uh, it was a reason why Deontay Harris and Alvin Kamara uh, were kind of, when they're playing, they're like the leading receivers, which is good for the team, but not good for the team. It's good for the team if you have people better than them because that means they can contribute, that being Deontay Harris as a number three or number four, or even Alvin Kamara as a pass receiving running back. But not like one and two on your team. You ain't winning anything if that happens. Time now for the power play of the game brought to you by Caesars. Harris, New Orleans, a Caesars reward destination. Garrett Griffin is one of those in. Juwan Johnson is the other tight end. Traquan is in. Marquez Callaway is in. And Alvin Kamara was at Taysom's left. Now he goes in motion to the right. Taysom will keep it to the left side. Outside the numbers. 50, 45, 40. He's got another big green. 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. See you later. Bye. Taysom Hill. Touchdown from 44 yards. That's how you do it on third down. Boy, he th- they sent the world to the right and... He took it left. That was pretty much the the game sealer, the backbreaker, Taysom Hill's 44-yard touchdown run. Well, the, the Saints were trying to run out the clock. Uh, they weren't even trying to score with Taysom. That shows you how sorry 
uh, the Jets are. I mean, I guarantee you, they probably told, uh, you know, T- Sean probably told Taysom, okay, you got to stay, do, stay, in, stay in, in bounds. Stay in bounds. Do not go out of bounds like the Auburn running back against Alabama. Okay, you're not going to get the first down, whatever. You got to fall down. You got to stay in bounds. The clock has to run. And then all of a sudden, Taysom sees this hole. Hell yeah. Go, go score. I mean, uh, it was wide uh, open. I hadn't seen that in a while when you really try not to score yeah. as far as a long play. I'm not talking about a short run, but that was a long I run. I think the Jets quit by that point. The, the Christian, they had to quit because you look at Taysom Hill on, on that run. Uh, Christian, 44 yards. He didn't get touched. 44 yards, and, it, and it's like, come on. 44 yards in the National Football League, and you're not even trying to score. That shows you how sorry the Jets are. Coming back, you'll hear from Taysom Hill, Saints quarterback, two rushing touchdowns today and a win 30-9 to over the New York Jets. This is The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network, Saints win 30-9 to over the New York Jets. We'll squeeze in a couple of calls here after we hear from Saints quarterback Taysom Hill after the win here. Here is Taysom Hill with two rushing touchdowns on the win. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I obviously, I obviously should have slid. But is it hard when you see that much open space? Uh, I mean, yeah, I knew we needed one more first down. You get up in the open field, it was third and long, and you know, um, I should have slid. I, I don't, I don't got anything else for you. How did the finger hold up today? Uh, it was okay. Um, yeah, there. I mean, there was a, a couple plays that. I felt like it affected me, but overall, I, I thought that uh, we were able to manage it, manage it well. Was that were the two fumbles a case of that, or, or not necessarily? Uh, no, uh, we the, the fumble the fumble late. We just didn't get a clean exchange. Um, you know, we were we were trying to set up a, a screen in the first half, and the ball ball slipped out of my hand. Um, you know, so 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 that was one play in particular that. Um, Issue, you think, with the uh, yeah, I mean, the ball slid out of my hands. How instrumental was having Elvin back today? Yeah, I mean, I, I think statistically, obviously, the, the numbers speak for themselves. But, man, just having his presence on the field and having the ability to hand him the ball and all that stuff, like, man, he, he just does so much for this team. Um, just being there, he's a great leader. He's, you know, an emotional guy, plays with a lot of emotion. So there's so many things intangibly that, that he brings as well that, the stats don't uh, don't quantify, but you know statistically they, they obviously speak for themselves as well. How good does it feel to get the win? Yeah, I mean, look, it, this has been a been a tough stretch for this team, and this is it, it's been a foreign thing having losing so many games. And um, I think we've we've had great leadership that have really just you know kept kept their heads down, and we got to stay the course and. Um, you know we're we're going to start winning football games, and that's what we did. And uh, so it, it's it's nice to get this win. Did this game feel at all like some of the earlier games this season, where the defense is playing kind of lights out, and you guys are kind of working hand in hand, not yeah. turning the ball over? Yeah. Uh, look, I, I obviously our defense played played very well tonight. I, I thought that uh, coaches, the way that he called the game, was reflective of how well our defense was playing as well. And. Man, it's it's uh, it's good complimentary football when you got a good defense and you're making, you know, their their offense go the length of the field to score. It's that's tough to do. Um, so I, I thought 
you know, all three phases just played very well tonight, today. Related to that, I mean, how important was it today to just, for you in particular, not to turn the ball over and play kind of a clean, a clean game after the way last week went? Uh, look, I'm not going to overcomplicate, you know, what happened last week. I, every time you step in, you know, on the field and get ready for a game, that's the expectation is a zero turnover game. And so uh, that, that was the expectation today. It was the expectation last week too. But, um, you know, we, we, made, we made a lot of, a lot of plays today, and you know we handled we handled the ball well. Jason Curry was Ronald Curry was saying that that you guys have been working on like you treating yourself almost as if you're the checkdown and getting out and running like when that's there. You feel like that's something you've been doing really well the last two weeks. It seems like you know the the scrambles have been really effective for you. Uh, yeah, I, I mean I think I think that's one of those things that that becomes a little challenging as a as a quarterback that can run. Um, but I, I think that. I haven't watched the film yet to know if there were other opportunities, if there were some opportunities that, uh, you know, maybe I could have got the ball out. But I think overall, you know, I can think of a couple of situations last week, this week, where we were able to keep the chains moving uh, because of that. And it's obviously a big part of, you know, what I can do and um, something that makes us hard to, to defend. Is that something where you can, I don't know, like... You just mentioned like it's a balance. Is, is there a danger like maybe even overthinking it sometimes and maybe holding yourself back when you know you can? Well, I'm not. I'm not overthinking it. Um, I'm just playing ball. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, I, I I break the film down. I watch it and um, I look at things that I I could do better and things that I did well and try to build upon. But look, I, I'm not over. I'm not overthinking those things. Um, so. Another shot to your hand sometime in the third quarter. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I did. I think I think it was the second quarter. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, I did. It was it was on a sack and just kind of jarred my wrist a little bit and took me took me a couple minutes, but it came back and it was okay. Yeah, but is that something that like you have to be kind of cognizant of when you're kind of dealing with something that's already? Yeah, you know, I mean you're you're in the process of healing. You're out there playing and then. Like worry about it. Yeah, I, look, I think that there's a balance of, you know, obviously being available for your team to, to play and then being capable of doing everything you need to do. And so um, you're aware you're aware of those things all the time. Um, and if I, you know, felt like it was taking away or I wasn't able to do everything I needed to, then, you know, I would have I would have said something. Um, but, you know, once you get in the course of a game, I, I, you can't allow your mind to get distracted by other things. So, you know, that's something as I as I take the field, I'm not consciously thinking about my finger or my wrist or, you know, whatever it is. It's, man, it's it's go time. How, how, do, you, how, do, you, how, do, you, how do you compartmentalize that? Like, you can, like, actively feel, like, pain or something and just... How do you, how do you Look, this is this is this is football. You've been doing this. For, I've been doing this for a long time, you know. And if if you can't do that, it's hard to play in this league. That that's just the reality. Everyone's dealing with something. Uh, along with the injury line, when you got tackled by your foot, was that the injured foot? You were like shaking it out. Like they tackled you, like grabbing. Your yeah, foot. yeah. Um, I honestly, I, I I don't I don't remember the play. Um, it's it's my right foot, so if it was my I, I right foot, then yes. When they grabbed, so I guess it was not good. Uh, no, I, there's not a play that sticks out in my head that you know bothered my foot. 
a relative non-issue, though? You said you were feeling good after last weekend. Uh, look, this is something that I think I'll probably probably be dealing with for the rest of the season. So um, it it doesn't feel doesn't feel normal, but it's good enough. Uh, did Sheldon say anything to you after that uh, sack that he had? No, no he didn't. Uh, he said something uh, to me before, and he what did he say? He asked if I was going to give him one or something, and and I said I hope not, and then and then we did. So, oh, good. Thanks, guys. That was Saints quarterback Taysom Hill in a thirty to nine win for the New Orleans Saints. Taysom Hill eleven attempts on the ground, seventy three yards, two touchdowns, along of forty four. Saints win thirty to nine over the New York Jets. Coming back to your calls on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines when we return here on the point after. On the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 30 to 9, Saints win over the New York Jets. Back here on the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Uh, Perry in Mobile. What's going on, Perry? You're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Well, guys, I'm going to tell you this. Sean Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson have the answer. So, so Saints- wait, so wait, Perry, you're kind of breaking up. Say that again and speak uh, slowly so I can understand you. Right. Well, say it again. Deshaun Watson, yes. Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers not the answer. Okay. If the Dolphins if the Dolphins have given up on Tua, go get him. He's on a rookie contract. He's young. Tua, he's, hell he's no. Really hell no. Uh, okay, Perry, no, I can no, no, tell no. you right he's now. Owned, wait, wait. He owns the third longest winning streak currently in the NFL right now. Right well, now. Well, Look at Russell Wilson's record. Uh, uh, okay, I'm just telling you, Tua's arm strength. I know Tua's a winner, what he did at Alabama. But overall, overall, uh, now, not as of late, but overall, he's been exposed as an NFL quarterback. He don't have the skill set of an Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. Maybe I would say a Russell Wilson that might be more uh, comparable, uh, uh, you know, player. But as far as Aaron Rodgers and uh, and uh, um, and Deshaun Watson, no, uh, two is not on that level. I think he potentially could be a winner, uh, like a Russell Wilson. Uh, but uh, Perry, I want you to comment on that. Be- but uh, but to put him on Aaron Rodgers' level, Deshaun Watson, come on. Look, he's going to beat us on Monday Night TV. Okay. Well, we got to wait and see what's going to happen. And if you don't, if you I, I, or or here's the other, here's the other. It, it, it might kill Saints fans next year. Tank and go get Bryce Young. Won't happen. He's unbelievable. Yeah, Saints will will not tank. I can promise you that. It's not in Sean Payton's DNA. We won't do it, and and not for Bryce Young either. And look, Bryce Young just won the Heisman Trophy. I'm not knocking him, but well, uh, I have to explain to the fans, Perry, and a number of fans. Okay, when you say tanking, uh, it might be that you give up as individual players, and that's not in your best interest because everything is filmed. So when you're competing and you're setting up a game plan. It's not on the best interest of a coach's resume or an individual player's resume because everything is film and uh, you want to continue to be a pro and everything's being evaluated. So when you're saying tanking, that, that, that's a fan's term. Uh, that, 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 that's not realistic. When you say tanking so we get a better draft pick, you think the players give a hell who the, the Saints are going to draft in the future to get a better player? They ain't thinking, they're trying to survive and keep their damn job. And that's a number of teams. So, Perry, when you say tanking, that that's a fan's term. That that's not a professional athlete's term, tanking, because it doesn't exist. And a coach, it doesn't exist, because if you lose too many games, you get fired. 
So that's a fan thing. Oh, tank like oh, the NBA or NFL. Or, let's just tank to get a, a, a better draft pick. By the way, your, your that, legacy's that, that, on the line. Yes. Your legacy's on the line right there. How many of your win-loss total? If you're a coach, that goes against you. That's something that you care about. And, and, and then as a player, if you're playing in a real NFL game, you're being evaluated. So you're going to dog it. And, and, and uh, you look at a Taysom Hill run in the end, it, it looked like the Jets. Okay, what were they doing? Uh, the, the Saints are just trying to get a first down and, like, stay in bounds, and they'll let Taysom uh, score. So uh, it'd be interesting to see the effort. Now, they might have got out schemed as far as strategy coach the coaching staff. But as far as a player, if you're dogging it, uh, all the teams see that on film that you're dogging it and you're not going down to the wire. So, Perry, that's why when you say, like, uh, uh, to tank it, that does not exist in a professional football player's mind. And, and I, I play from 82 to 97. I'm just telling you it does not, exi- does not exist because you want to try and last as long as you can as a player and be a pro and compete and try to win. Perry, thanks for the phone call. Jimmy and Gretna, what's going on, Jimmy? You're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, what's going on, Christian? Bob, a great win. Uh, I don't care what the records were. Uh, that was a good Jets defense we played. And uh, i got to give Tate some credit because a lot of players would have been out long ago with a foot injury and a hand injury. And, look, I'm going right. to say this. I want to get y'all's opinion on this. Bobby, look, uh, the Saints history – Top five most dynamic players in Saints history. I'm going to say Reggie Bush is up there. Uh, maybe Ricky Jackson. Uh, of course, maybe Drew Brees. But I got to throw Taysom Hill in there. And, I mean, I, as a quarterback, I mean, today he performed very well. Now the ball slipped out of his hands a couple of times. But you got to re- re- realize he's working basically with chopped liver at the wide receiver position. And there's a couple spots. Somebody, I, Another Saints fan I was talking to was saying, oh, he took a sack. When Hurst whipped on that block, well, I'm like, well, what is he supposed to do? So well, well, with, well, it, with the ball well, hanging well, out. Well, well, the thing so is, wanted, he's, you know? he's not going to run around. That's one thing. Taysom can run. He's a powerful runner, but he's not Houdini like a Michael Vick or even Lamar Jackson at times. That's not his style. No, Taysom is more north and south. He's fast. Uh, he can run over you. He can run around you, but he doesn't like do some crazy uh, just scrambling back there. So uh, but when you're trying to describe uh, where Taysom Hill's at, I mean, uh, uh, let me tell you this. This is what I think of Taysom Hill truly. When you talk, okay, who's the greatest in Saints history, whatever, all I know is Taysom Hill is a big part of what the Saints want to do in the future. It might not be a quarterback, but so what? It doesn't matter. I think Taysom Hill is so old school He's one of the greatest players in NFL history to do what he does. There's nobody that can, in theory, and accomplish what he's accomplished on a National Football League field, not a preseason game, a real game, could go down on kickoff coverage, could return a kickoff, could block a punt, could block as a tight end, could be a slot receiver, could be a running back, could be a quarterback. What? Is this Jim Thorpe? You're, people say, who the hell is Jim Tharp? Uh, you remember the famous Native American Jim Tharp uh, when football? you got to go back 100 years. He is a throwback that could do a number of things in the NFL. I think You might not ever see a player like him in, the in, NFL, for the rest of the The NFL is trying to copy. Okay, let's, let us get a Taysom Hill. They've tried yet. Taysom Hill's been in the league in a while. They haven't found him. 
They have not found a taste of hell because I think he is truly that special. Now, as an NFL quarterback, it's amazing he can even do what he does at the NFL level of the quarterback position. But as a football player, I said this before, Christian, it might have been two or three weeks ago, I think Taysom Hill has an opportunity to be an NFL Pro Football Hall of Famer, and I'm going to invent a position hybrid. And he might be the only one. You know, they got a few kickers in there. Mm -hmm. They don't have a bunch of kickers. They don't want to put the punters and all that. Okay, I'm going to put a new position hybrid. Anytime you change the game, and which he's changed in terms of how people are trying to evaluate talent, that says a lot for how unique you are. Well, you look, offense, special teams, I I would think that because he can tackle – that if you develop like uh, you know like the hybrid uh, like a Chauncey Gardner Johnson, and you would tell Taysom Hill, okay, you can't play in the NFL unless you like playing the outside linebacker position. You got to play in the sl- slot like a big safety, small linebacker. Do it. I think he could do it without a doubt, without a doubt. But they haven't asked him to do that. But he's uh, he's done everything else they've asked him to do. Bobby Abear, Christian Garrick, back to your calls. When we return, also you're going to hear from. Saints linebackers Demario Davis and Quan Alexander. This is the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Demario Davis and Quan Alexander delivered for the Saints defense in a win 30-9 to over the New York Jets here on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Here is the tandem speaking to the media after the win. Yeah, duo, duo, legendary. You haven't seen a win here. You guys haven't seen a win in over a month. Just to see... That result that you got tonight to end this losing streak for you guys, how important, how big is that, how good does it feel? Uh, it's all about the process for us. That's what we always focused on, you know, week in, week out, is getting better. And, you know, we've had some challenging weeks, you know, not being able to get the result that we wanted on the field. But, you know, we just stay true to the process, and that's what you do. You lock in on your details. How can you get better as an individual? How can you bring, you know, your best, you know, come Sunday? And, you know, eventually it'll pay off for you, and, and it did today. And so... Uh, we'll take that one and, you know, flush it, enjoy it, then flush it, then get on to the next. Uh, for either of you all, did you feel like this was kind of the way you all were playing earlier this year with the defense locking things down, the offense kind of playing complimentary football, and um, everybody kind of working together on that? Yeah, man, we just came together as a team. You know, we started with practice at the beginning of the week. You know, um, we had a legendary week. You know, all the hard stuff was during the week, and we came out. On Sunday, you know, I got a dub, and we're getting ready for next week. Are we ready? Getting CJ back this week, just how much of an energy boost was that? That was huge. Um, you know, we want all our guys out there, you know. Um, you know, we can't wait to get Cam back as well, you know, and get, get, get some of our D-line guys back. You know, it's, we want all our guys out there. We want everybody healthy, and that's when we at our best. Um, you know, it's next man up business. But getting him back, you know, getting any of our guys back is going to always take us to the next level. It was kind of weird, but, you know, like he said, next man up. You know, um, most of our guys, you know, they, they capable to be start, starters. So, you know, they came in there, played with energy, played with heart, played with passion, you know, and we got to do Well, speaking of having uh, one of those guys back, Davenport, you got a sack kind of on a play where he clears some stuff out. What, uh-huh. what impact does he just have just for everybody else on the field when he's out there? Man, he's just so disruptive. You know, um, play fast, play to the end of the whistle. You know, we're glad to have him back out there too because we just got him back this week, you know, uh, He's just been a beast since he's been back. You know what I'm saying? So we just, you're going to just keep working with him, keep getting better and better every week. You guys are out there for a bunch of three and outs. Is that, 
Is that like hard to like stay in the flow of the game when you're not playing every plays? No, that's what you want. That's when we're doing our job the best. That's when we most in sync when you're able to get out there and get off the field, you know. And so, um, you know, definitely if they're able to make plays and extend drives, you know, you still got to be locked in. But that's what you want. You know, if we can get off in one play and get a takeaway, that's even better, you know. And so, um, I think you stay in the flow of the game when when, when plays are happening on your side and in your favor, you know, because they kind of offbeat. You know, and you you know you got them, so kind of trying to stay up with that momentum is is the goal. Did y'all expect to go back on the field after uh, Taysom decided not to slide and score instead? <laughs> Just said it wasn't no militant. Hey, no militant. We'll be ready whenever. You know what I'm saying? If we have to go back there, we got to go back out there. You know, and we did our thing. We didn't let them score, and then we was off the field. So that's it. Mario, I missed this. So can you tell us what happened with the fan running on the field after the game? Oh, oh, listen, I'll just say this. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I had to scream that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just grateful to God. I saw it unfold. The fan was running. And I saw the guy coming behind him, you know, cop, uh, you know, one of our military uh, guys. I don't know. He was coming full speed. And so they, he got close. And I didn't have room to dodge. I couldn't go left or right. And he tackled him, and he tackled him, like, right into my leg. I just, I don't know, he had a better angle. He I could saw, see it. Yeah. I saw him when he was running, and he came across my face. I was like, then when he do, he form tackle. Yeah. He hit you in your leg. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it could have <laughs> been bad. It could have been bad. But like I said, man, I'm just grateful to God it wasn't. Maybe. You know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I was protected in that moment. The fan wasn't, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you can laugh about it. Like, yeah. Just the thought of like being taken out like that just makes me like cringe. For well, you know, we just we just big on focusing on the positive, you know. Mm-hmm. So sure, you don't sure. think about like what could have happened or anything. Like I said, it didn't. You know, I'm grateful to God that it didn't, and uh, you know, move on. You know. Have y'all seen anything like that before? Oh, oh plenty of time. That was my first time in real life. I you had never TV. seen? You never, no, I don't know. Oh, I don't see. I don't. I don't see streakers. <laughs> Streakers on the field. <laughs> Arkansas State is wild, man. I, I saw it happen a couple times. Just <laughs> thank goodness the, the guy who's tackling you wasn't naked. Hey, <laughs> listen. No, that'd be that'd, no, man. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> where your mind go there? How your mind go there? <laughs> How you go there? I tell you what I haven't seen, though. I have never seen a missed tackle in those situations. <laughs> no, You got him in early. <laughs> All right, you guys be blessed. Thank you. All right, that was Demario Davis and Quan Alexander as the Saints win in New York against the Jets, thirty to nine. Right back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Let's go to Booger in New Orleans. Go ahead, Booger. You're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, how you, how you guys doing? Hey, Booger, what you got? Hey, Bobby, this for you. Okay. Um, I'm going back to the guy that called in about tanking. Yes. All right. I'm married to a family who's a professional football player that you know, but I just want, I ain't going to say his name. Okay. But I want to. Okay. Um, after Katrina, um, I'm a retired fireman. So, okay. Um, right now, but I went to Alpharetta, Georgia. Okay. He played for the Falcons for several years. He played here once. And when I went on the golf course with him, I've been playing golf since I was a teenager. All right. I, we were in the same cart 
Now, I asked him a question that still haunts me. And I said, man, you know, I, I played high school ball myself. I mean, I played the Superdome three times. I played at Francis D. Nichols. Right. I asked him, I said, I mean, do y'all guys, y'all, y'all, okay. I mean, he looked at me and, and basically like, are you asking me this? He was pissed. He was a, he was retired at the time. It is so hard to make it into the NFL and just say I'm gonna lay down. Right. No, no, they're not gonna lay down. That that's why some fans to say that players would tank for the future. They worried about their damn job. What, what do you tank? Yeah, I'm being evaluated. Come on. And that is something I played. I played ball. I played, but. The heart and soul I put out in high school. Right. I mean, asking that, I, I, I crossed that line. But I was young. I'm like, you know, I, you know, I've never been a professional. Right. But I became a professional as a fireman. Some things you can't, it's like, you know, it was like, oh, hold up, hold up, you cross the line. Yeah. But as professional football, I don't, we don't know what y'all go through. As far as mentally, and, and you got your family, then you prepare for the future. So I'm a Saints fan. And I'm going to die, same fan. All our struggles, I'm here. And our, fan, our fans need to be here. We, we are hurting right now. It happens. No, the thing is, no one has won more games bigger than the Saints the last four years and have nothing to show for it. They, have, they don't have a championship. But you still go out and compete to be the best. Uh, and, and uh, you know, every year is a new year. But to say you're tanking for the future, that must be, I don't know, millennial term or a Christian. Well, when did tanking coming about that? You, you well, it happened in the Jameis Winston year for the Buccaneers. They're the ones, they're the team that supposedly started the tanking, what, in 2014, 15, in that range. But wait, I mean, the but, NBA's been doing it for a long time. But wait, but, but when you tank it, I mean, you're still putting pros out there. So what, they're not going to play as hard? Yeah, well, some guy all of a sudden might have uh, an injury that would keep him out of the game. Okay, keep them out of the game, but you still have another pro playing. Yeah, less they talented. may not be as good, less talented, but th- that pro still fighting to win the game. Now uh, it doesn't matter. Is that tanking? If Ryan Ramchek or Teron Armstead can't play, and we're putting Hurst or whoever at tackle uh, because they can't play, that's not tanking. They're fighting. For, uh, they're behind off to try and sustain the NFL lifestyle. And Christian, I, I want to look at this. As we go on the break, uh, this is from uh, 84-53. Bobby, when you were a quarterback, what was your best asset and what would you say was your weak point? My best asset, two things. I know I was tough and I was accurate. Smart. Uh, that, that, no, yeah, smart. Everybody got to be smart. Uh, that, 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 okay. But tough and accurate as far as where's the ball's place, what was your uh, what was that? Uh, your what was point. your weak point? My weak point? I can tell you right now. If I can run like Taysom Hill, I'd be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. All what I knew mentally, and what I could do accuracy wise, I'm telling you. If I can run like Taysom Hill, I'd be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I can tell you that. It took you a while to get going on the ground. Like you could get going, it just took you no, no a it, it was handful like, of yards, yeah, ten yards. You no, know, in a straight line. Yeah, but not juking nobody. Right. No, no, Taysom is special, but but I, but every every quarterback knows their strengths and weaknesses. Believe you me, Bobby Abear, Christian Garrick. We will wrap up the point after next here on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby and Christian back here on 
the point after the Saints win over the New York Jets, 30-9. to Right now, looking at the Saints' next opponent, the Buccaneers, they're on top of Buffalo. Uh, about 12 minutes and 30 seconds to go in that ball game. They're on top, 24. The Bucs are 24-10. to Inside the red zone, our fringe red zone, are the Buccaneers looking to add to their total. Sunday night football next week for the Saints and Bucks. Our Oakenheart Jewelers talking text lines. Sid in New Jersey. What's going on, Sid? You're on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Hey, guys. I uh, was at the game, and the first three quarters were a little uh, tough to watch. Right. We opened up in the fourth quarter. But, you know, going back to the questions, my question is, has, has the coaching or the, the, the people who do the drafting and the scouting, are they the same people now who did unbelievably well when we got uh, – Ramchek and Lattimore and yes. that class because Jeff Ireland was a part of that. Yeah, yeah, they all part of that. We had a lull, uh, if you remember, when we had those seven and nine. Rick Reiprush uh, used to be the, the, yeah, the yeah. college director of college scouting. Yeah, that's when they changed things up. Uh, but I'd say over the last five years, no, it, it's been it's, it's been the guys that we have right now who uh, had that special draft. So, so grading classes in in draft success and i'm sure the nfl has some metric which does that any idea where we are in that in that course over the last five to ten years no i said that that is a good project now if you're going like a you know a decade or a dozen years i think that would fluctuate with the saints uh, as it would every team yeah, yeah as it would every team yeah it, because like uh it's a lot a lot of times more a lot of times more misses than hits uh than you would realize but uh the Saints had to make changes when in 14, 15, and 16, when they were seven and nine, uh, they said no. So something has to change. The process, the players we're getting here, and then you look from 17 to 20, how they turned the corner. The Saints, the most uh, said the most winning franchise from 17 to 20 in the NFL. They went uh, 49 and 15, and never losing more than two games in a row in that time span. Now. Uh, post Drew Brees, we lost five straight, and uh, we broke that. Now I'll be interested to see how we're going to close out the season. But uh, the point being, uh, up until you know post COVID, uh, I, I know it, we're not necessarily post COVID, but it continues. But as far as the fans and being involved, right now I'd be interested to see what we're going to do this decade. I'll look at uh, 2020 to 2030. It's going to be interesting because. It's post Drew Brees, and uh, we all know the heyday was from 2006 to basically right now on the Sean Payton. Well, I really don't know what's going to happen, but it's not an opinion. It's so frustrating because it's a shame we didn't go to at least two or three Super Bowls. It is what it is. We got the Nola no call against the Rams, but we only won one Super Bowl. We should, like I said, we should have went to two or three. So I look, that's missed opportunity. And you can't go back. So going forward, it is so frustrating. You can see a number. Look at the Cardinals. You know, look how successful, Sid, the Cardinals are right now in their season. Well, you know what? The Saints were the Cardinals the previous three or four years. Where winning seasons, uh, we have, we talk about winning 12 or 13, being the number one, number two seed, having buys, doing all that. But if you don't win anything, what does that mean? Nothing. So I'll tell you where the Saints are at right now. We're behind the eight ball. Tampa Bay's in the driver's seat. 
can we somehow close out the season strong and maybe be a wild card at 9-8? and eight? I don't think we're getting to 10 wins. I'd be shocked if we beat Tampa Bay. Now, we won three regular season games in a row against the Bucs, but we lost in the postseason. So who knows what's going to happen? I just looked the way we structured. You just don't know. But I'm telling you, you're going to have success in the regular season, but if it don't bring championships, then it feels like an empty feeling. All right, that's a wrap for the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. I'm Christian Garrick. Bobby, say goodnight. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.